0: All right. That's one of my favorite passages. I think I gave a sermon on that uh, a few months ago, uh, but it's included in this one. I like that passage a lot. Well, my name is Chuck, and uh, you guys already got the introduction, so you, you know who I am. And uh, this morning, what I wanted to do was I wanted to share a little bit about, um, I call this uh, God's part and my part, or uh, our part. Um, there's one other uh, passage that I, that I really like and they're going to put it up on the screen there uh, from Genesis and about 10, maybe, maybe 15 years ago I remember this verse just hit me in a certain way because it's the description of, of, of the creation but what I liked about it was it suddenly hit me, God created all the animals and then he asked man, uh, human being, to to name them, and I felt like this just just hit me in a big way because I felt like God didn't need to do that, but I felt it was like a revelation into the way God views us, that He thinks of us as partners or co-laborers, that if we are willing, He would like to work with us, and uh, I think that's very cool, and I like that idea, and I've felt like that's exactly how my relationship with God has been. So I, I feel like I often feel the tension, though, because, you know, a lot of times, uh, oh, who is, uh, Meg gave us a story the other day at the council meeting on Mary and Martha. You know, Martha is kind of like, I'm going to take care of everything, whereas Mary is um, just, you know, just sitting there with God. And somewhere in the middle is this tension of, am I, am I in charge or is God in charge? And there's some kind of place in the middle, just like, I don't know if you've ever uh, seen jazz improv, you know, where jazz musicians, they, 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 they'd be playing instruments. So they know how to play the instruments, right, saxophone or piano. But when they play together, like, how do they do that? You know, they'll be like, like, how do you just go together and make something happen? For me, it's the perfect example of what God wants us to do. He's looking for us to do improv with him and uh, so each, each note is sort of like, you know, you don't know exactly what's gonna happen next. So uh, as usual, I'd like to just share a couple stories because God and I have been having an adventure the last few months. And um, we actually are, um, we're, we're actually trying to, to be more in Japan as, uh, Pastor Claudia mentioned, you know, that we'd like to be able to help here at Coba Union Church. And so one of the things that we needed to do was to sell our house in Redding, California. And um, we, we went back. We hadn't honestly been there for a long time, and we'd been renting it to, uh, uh, to, to some families uh, going to the ministry school up there. And when we got there, we were honestly a little shocked. Um, it, you know, really nice people, but they had a lot of kids and a lot of people, and the house was not looking good, and we were we were really shocked. <laughs> and uh, the, the the realtor said, uh, you know, you, you're going to need to spend you know maybe like a hundred thousand dollars to fix up the house. Uh, he said you need a new roof. That's like twenty five thousand dollars for a new roof. You know, the whole thing needs painting. So. I'll be honest, we felt, like, kind of overwhelmed. And we actually prayed with the realtor. So we were there for two days. We flew up. we like, ha, 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 And he told us all that. And then uh, w- before we left, we prayed. And it was like, some prayers are for, like, you know, you need a car, you pray for a car. And sometimes you pray for what you can't even imagine. You know, like, oh, we just need help. So that was the prayer. So this was May 24th. We left the next morning, which was May 25th, okay? Now, (laughs) I know, a lot of my stories are weird. I think they're weird, too, though, just so you know. I think they're weird, too. But on May 25th, after we left in the morning, uh, this is what happened in the late afternoon. It's Friday night, and hail the size of golf balls. Yes, a major hailstorm. In Redding, California, they're huge it was a once every 80 to 100 year hailstorm completely bizarre for so this part size of the country of that hail yeah big like golf golf ball sized ice and our roof was damaged <laughs> yeah. so so a couple weeks later they told us Oh, you know, a lot of wind. You, you know, your roof is your roof is uh, you know is going to be covered by insurance, twenty five thousand dollars, and uh, hallelujah, right? I mean, I'll be honest, hallelujah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sorry for anybody who got hurt. You know, that's a different issue, but um, but the deductible, it's called a deductible. You know, you you have to do a copay was two thousand dollars, and honestly, during the last few months even that amount was a really big challenge for us. And um, I have a friend who lives on the East Coast, and I talk to him maybe every six or seven weeks. We've been friends since college. And uh, he's a professor, and uh, anyway, he, um, he contacted me, and he said, hey, um, my wife, uh, who's Jamaican, and she's uh, a, a chancellor at a Christian college. Okay, all right, all right, it's here for the Jamaicans, yeah. Um, it's probably, she had very spiritual, she's very spiritual, Susie, she's very spiritual. Of course, you know that. Um, they pray together, and my friend's not that, like, he's more of a professor type, I mean. But uh, uh, they pray, and he says he wants to send us a gift. Uh, okay, but it seems weird, right? I mean, to be honest, you know, we, we work at a church, and, but, but, you know, we have a business. Nobody, nobody supports us. So a gift, I don't know. So we get the gift, huh? $2,000. I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so, it was such a goosebumps. Uh, it, it was just like, wow. And uh, I felt like, oh my gosh. And then when I called them, I said, guys, you would never have known. But when I shared that, then they shared it with their church. They really felt that was, that was like, they were led by God. But here's what I want to say about that is only God can make a hailstorm <laughs> like that. But you know what? Dave and Susie had to decide to give that money. That was their money. God didn't make them. He gave them a hint. If that, They, 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 they didn't say God told them, not, not at all. They sent, but they prayed about how much, and it felt huge. I mean, it did feel huge for them, and so that was them. So this is the God's part and our part. So I love that. It's really good. Well, so similar, related. So we went up in um, July to try to work on the house. We had about two weeks which we could, you know, work on our house and try to whatever, fix things, and we needed to replace a sink. And there was a long list, like 40 items and, and then painting. I'll be honest, the first day that we were up there, I'm looking at the list, and I'm sitting in the backyard, and I'm thinking, man, I can't do this. I was so overwhelmed. I mean, the house is almost 4,000 square feet, so it's like 20 rooms, it's, it's a huge house. So I was just like, and um, I had gotten a phone call from one of our foster daughters, and uh, we had uh, uh, foster kids, uh, and then a couple of them were in crisis. And this one I knew it was a serious crisis. And her sister called me, You gotta see Kayla. You know, she's right there in, in Reading. And I thought, This is not gonna be a one hour thing, this is gonna be like a one or two day thing. I, I just knew it. And I, I, I didn't pray, but it's my way of praying. I said, God, look, how about this? I'll meet with Kayla, but well, you gotta help with the house because. I feel like I can't do the house, but maybe I can meet with Kayla. Kind of a prayer. Anyway, uh, Kelly's just working, and she was working. She was, she was like just going after it. Uh, so I go over to pick up Kayla and uh, our foster daughter. And then she has a friend over and she says, hey, can you give my friend James a ride home? You know, he was visiting and I said, yeah, that's fine. So we're, we're headed back, I said, hey James, uh, were you a student or what, what's your story? He said, no, no, I'm a, uh, I'm a painter. I said, oh, I said, really? I said, uh, maybe, you know, uh, I could get you to give me an estimate, like a really low estimate. Maybe you could do a super, like, budget-like type of thing. And, uh, like, do you, when do you get off work? He said, well, actually, he said, I'm off this week because I was helping my parents move, but it, was, it only took a day. So I, I, I'm off this week. I said, whoa, okay. So we get to the house, and I thought, I'm going to, you know, figure out what kind of a proposal. He was already in the living room. He started working. I'm like, oh, shoot, you know, this could be awkward, you know. You know? Uh, and I tell him, hey, wait, um, our budget's like really low. Uh, so before you, you know, you, you get too far along. And he said, Nah, man, he said, listen, I know about you guys. I know what you did for um, Kayla. She, we, actually, we had four, four siblings was Caleb's part of four siblings, which we took. He said, this is my way of giving to her and giving back. So I'm going to just do this for free. Right, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, to be honest, you know, that like, to me, that was like, I was like, thank you, God. Thank you, James. It was kind of like 50-50. I'm like, thank you, God. But thank you, James. James ended up spending two weeks. He stayed at the house. So he stayed 24-7 and painted and prepped and cleaned. And um, I mean, it was, uh, it was amazing. It was, it was awesome. And uh, uh, to me, that's, that's what, that's what it looks like when it's good. You know, uh, we've got this opportunity. It's like every day, I think we have this, we sit right on the edge of this improv jazz with God. God says, look, I know you play piano. But we, we, we could play together, it'd be really cool. And uh, it's, it's, we have some choice in the matter. And so I feel like this is the invitation to play jazz with God. So I have uh, a couple of passages that I feel like, this, this one we read today, the Second Chronicles 20, it's kind of the same thing. Because if you read it, uh, and I had this given to me like uh, in 1998, actually it was given to my daughter by a note under the bed. The same day we read that passage together, we found a note under the bed with the exact same passage. That's, that's a whole story right there. It's very cool. She was only 10. It super impressed her. But in the, in the story, right, King Jehoshaphat is like, wow, overwhelmed. Probably like me with the house. <laughs> and, um, but God speaks and says, look, you will not have to fight this battle. But they did have something they did need to do. And in the story, you can read it again. We can see God won the battle. Only God could cause all the armies to kill each other. They didn't even fight. They did, the Israelites didn't even fight, you know, in, in, this, in this battle. But they did pray. They did have faith. They did sing praise. They sang praise before the battle. That's kind of weird, right? They were saying thank you before the actual battle. And I love the part where it says they got up early in the morning. Man, I would have slept in for sure. (laughs) I would not be in a hurry to go meet these armies. Uh, But that's what they did. So I feel like good on them and good on God. It's like what a great team is what I would say. That's how I read that passage is a cooperation. Another passage that I really like is, is Moses in Exodus 4. I think sometimes we forget that Moses, you know, Moses is a hero of the Bible. But if you read that passage in Exodus 4, and I, I'm so happy it's there. God tells Moses, hey, you, you, I'm, I chose you. And he's got a history. I think some of us have a history, right? So it's nice to see God chose somebody. And his history was uh, mixed. So even if you have a mixed history, you might get chosen. So anyway, God chooses, chooses, chooses Moses. And um, Moses, you can imagine how excited he must have been. No, he wasn't excited. He, he, he was like, no. <laughs> he like, no, 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 no. And, and he, he said, no, I don't want to be the guy. He said, no, God said, look, I'm going to give you, you know, you, you could do like this, and your hand's going to be, uh, you have leprosy, you put it back, and it's gone. He, he gave him, you know, I'm going to give you a special stick. Moses, okay, yeah, but look, I can't talk. Moses said, I can't talk. God says, hey. Who, who gave you the mouth? Who, who, you know, God's like, look, I'm the one who gives you the words. I gave you the mouth. So you would think that's a very, that's a very persuasive argument. And Moses said, please, somebody else. He, he, he was still like, so for me, I just see that as negotiation. God's plan was Moses. And God said, all right. It says, God got angry. He said, all right. Send your brother, Aaron. So we talk about stuff, and then Aaron will tell the people. He compromised. I, I, I know, okay, I'm not a theologian, and maybe there's a much more complicated way to explain that. But as a simple person, I see a cooperation, a co-laboring, and it actually was kind of negotiated from what I see at the very beginning. And it worked. I mean, right? I mean, there was some slips and falls, ups and downs. But basically, and I, I look at it as a great model. God wants to do the same thing with us. So basically, I see this as like this dynamic tension. My part, his part, his part, my part. And I think it's kind of an exciting way to walk through the day. Now, I'll be honest. Um, I'm the kind of guy who thinks, I'm not saying it's right. I I think I got it. I got it. Um, And maybe half the time, I do have it. And half the time, I don't have it. And, uh, but I thought I had it. Um, and um, a few months ago, there was a kind of a crisis. And as I would normally do, I tried my best. And I was really getting beaten up. I was um, not doing well. And I prayed. Or I should have prayed at the beginning, right? I mean, that's the right thing to do. But I really, I'm like, man, I'm in trouble. So I prayed. And things worked out. And it was so cool how it had worked out that I I literally said to God, this is not a prayer, but it was my prayer. I said, man, I couldn't have done it without you. I mean, it was just a very honest, like I said it without thinking. I just, I said to God, man, I couldn't have done it without you. And then I kind of smiled because that's a weird thing to say to God. But then I felt in my spirit, I felt like God said to me, couldn't have done it without you. And I was so moved. It was a moment. Because I felt like it wasn't about the credit. It was about the relationship I felt God was saying we had. That I'm totally dependent on him. But he chooses to include me. And that there was this, I couldn't have done it without you. And he's saying I couldn't have done it without you. Because he chooses it for it to be that way. So I'm going to... May help me do the, my, my 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 slides. This is my next T-shirt, right? Because I got my, my I got my, my my be the church T-shirt. Couldn't have done it without you. That's going to be my next T-shirt. So I really kind of felt like that really hit my heart. <laughs> so let me wrap up. So what I would say is that here's my um, my appeal and why I share those stories with you. I believe that we all live on the edge of adventure. I believe that things could be more exciting and more fun, but we get to choose that. And God is very patiently and gently waiting to see if we will bring him into our musical moment. So you can play the piano alone, and probably it's good. I mean, to be honest, you know what I mean? Like somebody can play the piano. But if you get a really good improv jazz group, it can be just very exciting and and, and moving. Like you feel, wow, what was that? Like good worship, right? You know, you feel like something happened. It wasn't just a song. The Holy Spirit somehow creates something new and different. And I think that's the opportunity that I wanna suggest that you have. But it's really a choice. You have to make that choice. You have to say yes. And I think you can do it every morning. Every morning you say, Let's see what happens today. So you start your day by, by saying that. So be ready for your part. And one of the things that I feel like it's one of the things that we can do is Kelly and I have always given uh, 10% of whatever we've made to our local church. All right. So I'm just saying that, honestly, it is one of the tangible ways we let God know we're partnering. It's, our, um, it's part of our partnership. I mean, of course, our time is, and, uh, but that, that, that financial thing is part of it. And then we also, um, in the United States, I keep in, in this pocket, I keep a $100 bill, and in this one, I keep three $1 bills. And uh, for me, it's kind of a game, but every day, I go out, and I ask God to tell me if there's somebody who needs one pocket or the other, and I've done this for seven years, and... Uh, I have a list of all the people who got the 100 because I only do it if I feel God gave me a specific word to do that. And it's very cool because I've had so many stories of people when that happened, mostly strangers, people I didn't know. But this is because I'm saying, look, I've always got, I give anybody that's on the street or something, I've got this ready to just give, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna let God guide even that. I don't think for sure I'm gonna give it. I wait and see how the Spirit leads me. So I feel like the adventure is yours to have, and it's giving your time, it's giving your money, um, and I'm going to pray that this week you try it out. Let God speak to you where and how that would be, but I just think everybody should be having as much fun as we're having. I think I would like that. Maybe you, you may be having more fun than we're having. I don't know. I'm just saying. But if you, if you think it's not an adventure, it, it should be. So here's, here's my prayer for you. This is how I'm going to close. Is I'm going to pray for anybody who wants to increase the adventure. Uh, and then I pray, but it doesn't look like I'm praying, okay? So God, I, I pray that you would help us to see your part. Help us to recognize your hand in our lives. Things that we didn't even notice, but it's your gentle way of just providing for us, that you're guiding and you're providing. Um, thank you that you give us this, like, cool opportunity to partner with you, that you could do everything yourself, but you choose to include us. So I just thank you that we get to have some fun with you. I thank you that you, you say you now call us friends and that we're not just slaves, but it's a new relationship. I thank you for all of that. And I pray, Father, you would bless the people that are here this morning I pray, Father, you would cause there to be adventure and that there would be stories next week of of the fun that's been had. In Jesus' name, amen. It is now time for our...